Prepare for launch. launch. The Inertia Force Daily Fantasy Sports Podcast starts now with your host, Manny A. What's happening, guys? Thank you so much for joining me today. You are joining the Force, and you know what? I think what we're going to talk about is a little bit about the week because I haven't been posting any pods, and I fully apologize for that. Uh, Sometimes life gets the bestia, and I unfortunately was one of those people. I wasn't able to post, so I feel super bad about that. But I promise, promise, promise that I'm going to be posting more moving forward. Starting with tomorrow, I will be doing a slate breakdown with uh, the way I think it should be broken down. I'm not going to sit there and recommend every freaking player. I'm going to do it force style. I'm going to tell you exactly who you should target, who you should play, and who you should not play. So let's take a look at the week and kind of what happened. Uh, people who have joined uh, NurseForceSports.com and played my lines... We did fairly well, actually, on Monday, Tuesday. We cashed both sites on Tuesday. Did very well on Monday on DK, FanDuel. Mm, Could have been better, but you broke even if you hit the right spots or played the right spots, I mean. Looking at Wednesday, hey, we can't win them all. Um, (laughs) It was just one of those days where even the pros, guys, didn't really do well. no big names took down anything. It was just it was just one of those blah type of days where you move on, you 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 write the ship the next day, and that's what we're doing now actually. And we are recording this in the middle of a slate actually, the early slate on DraftKings and on FanDuel. We went with Lyles over Strasbourg, and so far so good. Strasbourg is down. He is losing three to one. Lyles is rolling and we are rolling now. We just need Boston and Toronto. So hopefully We get some bombs here from our Boston guys, but we will see Uh, I want to talk a little bit about how it is that you can deal with ownership on chalky days uh, especially uh, These past couple days we've seen New York uh, just be completely chalky and they just Eat up all the ownership. So how do we differentiate ourselves from that? And yesterday, um, you know, we went with Estrada. Or was it yesterday or the day before? Um, either way, we we pivoted to Estrada, and he was eight percent owned, and he hit a bomb, and it was really good. And you know, things like that, guys, is what you got to do to be able to win those GPPs and push yourself over the limits. Because a lot of the times, these high owned stacks. The bottom of the order get forgotten, or the big names just they just haul all the haul all the ownership. I can't even speak English right now to themselves. And you know, Gary the Goat, you got Torres, you got Frazier, you got Aaron Hicks, and pretty much after that, it's like a massive drop off, right? So those are the guys you got to target because you got to remember these are still MLB hitters, and they're still in good spots. They're in the same spot as those big guys in the same game versus the same pitcher, the same conditions. So there's no reason to ignore them. So on inertia 4 when I post my top five stacks of the day, 
you know, just remember that. Try to differentiate yourself when you're making your pure GPP lines and just look at who is less owned as opposed to the top owned guys. I think it's a really, really good, fun way to get give yourself a sweat because if those guys do get those homers or doubles or triples, you know, you're way ahead of the field. Um, also, I want to talk a little bit about how to grow your bankroll with minimum money. Uh, it's a method most people don't use. I like to use it just because I do like to play like a consumer. Um, I don't want to play the way all these big dudes play all the time, just max centering everything because it's not realistic as to what you guys need to do in order to get your bankroll to where it needs to be. And what I used to do and what I still do, and I actually just did it yesterday, I, I won four tickets to the NHL Game 1 Finals, I think, something like that. But yeah, just $5.55 tickets. But I only played... 10 cents so I played 40 cents and I made over $22 in tickets entries which is incredible and I think it's just a really good way to boost your bankroll I know a lot of the times you want to enter these tournaments and you don't want to stomach you know entering with with 10 bucks or or, 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 or more than that knowing that their cash line is extremely high and the rake on it is extremely high. So a good way to get yourself in these tournaments that have high uh, paying uh, price pools is buy tickets and that's what I do. I'll join the 10 cent, the 25 cent, or the dollar single entry buy-ins, which I believe are the best shot at winning tickets. Um, just because the player pool is really small, I think it's like 18 to 17 people, depending on who it is, or, or sorry, depending on where you enter. But I, I do recommend the $1 or the $2 single entries. So those are definitely the easiest to win a ticket for. Um, but yeah, that's kind of just like a little tip that I wanted to put in there. There's nothing wrong with doing that. There's a lot of players that don't do this. And almost all the pro players avoid this. They'll even tell you not to do it. And... That's better for us because they're not in there trying to win these tickets and we're just playing on an even playing field. And I think it's really important to get that edge to stock up some tickets, man. I think it's just a really good idea. And I did that actually for MLB through NBA this year. I, uh, I racked up 186 tickets in the span of a month for MLB opening day. And I made an incredible profit. And I think to get those tickets, I only spent... Maybe a hundred bucks or less worth of ticket entries to make over almost yeah, over a grand in entries. So it's it's pretty crazy what you can do if you just kind of have the patience to do so. Um, lastly, like I said, I will be talking about the slate tomorrow. I will be going over what I think is the best plays and and where you should be focusing all of your time and energy and who you should be targeting. I know the slate tomorrow is a big one. I think we got, uh, let me look here, we got 6, 9, 12, 13, 14, so 14 games tomorrow. It's a big one, and I think it's really important to be able to narrow it down to 5 to 6 games and be able to pick who you think is going to have the highest projecting score as a team because the way I like to do things is I like to project things as a team, it allows you to be able to see what is the best team to play. That way, after that, you can spur around your ownership 
and have a much better shot at winning. So thank you so, so much, guys, for joining me. And Bracket Jr., Chavez just got a double, well, a single. Nice. That's good. Sorry, I'm a little distracted, but I needed that, and we all needed that. Whoever's listening probably just smiled because we needed that too. But thanks for listening, guys. I will definitely be back tomorrow. Um, may the sports be with you. See ya.